0: Welcome once again to Center Left Radio, the progressive voice of hope, politics, and jazz. My name is Richard Gazer, and as always, I am pleased and I'm honored to be your host and your commentator for another of our commentary shows. One of the shows that we have up online here at word centerlefttalkradio.com up online seven days a week we are also running our uh, radio loop which we normally which what I have in the past anyway described or or suggested was sort of um, uh, on air uh, simply because that's the feeling that people seem to get from what I understand from what I hear from people Uh, whenever you, uh, even though you're clicking into it In an electronic format, in a digital format, you're picking up the show wherever it happens to be. And it is uh, reminiscent of the way you kind of just turned the radio on in the car, at home, wherever, in the office, wherever you happen to be. And listened in on whatever point in the show, whatever show it is you were listening to, was at. Uh, that's the idea behind the radio loop. We said early, uh, we said that it would be early this year that we'd be removing it, but uh, <laughs> no sooner have I said that or did I say that than there was a rather uh, substantial uptick in the usage of the radio loop, <clears throat> access to it, uh, accompanied by an uptick in our... Um, in our regular downloads coming from our podcast feed. And much of that driven, uh, starting about three weeks ago, by a Noble Hearts forum that we did on Israel and Palestine. And as Noble Hearts forums, for those of you who have listened to these in the past and know how these how these work, they are sort of let, let's think of a Noble Hearts forum as a as a subset of a regular center left radio show, I, except that well, it is a forum, okay, uh, and that the participants in that forum are a group of guys or selected from uh, guys that I went to high school with. Yes, high school. And we're talking, we're talking many decades ago, but this particular group of guys, and in fact, I would say largely the whole class has at least been reached out to and a substantial percentage, not a majority. But, uh, but, uh, but an admirable percentage of that class uh, stays in fairly regular contact decades and decades later. It was a special school. It was called Regis High School. It's still called Regis High School. And it is and was rated at the time as the top high school in the country academically. Uh, It is rated now as the top Catholic high school in the country, academically, and still up there among the very best when you take everyone and everything into consideration. Um, I'm not sure why it's not considered the best overall, but okay. Uh, I'm sure that other schools may have uh, just by dint of having the money uh, to to basically be able to handle the level of uh, of teachers and and the level of equipment and stuff that's required um, for whatever reason, however these things are measured, may have overtaken Regis. Uh, Regis, no, does not have a massive amount of money to work with. It has an endowment. Uh, it has, uh, the endowment is, uh, used to take care of everything. When I was there, the endowment was paying our tuition. Everybody's tuition was uh, paid for it. We were all on scholarship. We were all the best and the brightest of, of the grammar schools within the catchment area that came into Regis. But over the decades, the endowment has gradually dropped down. Everything has become more expensive, and now there are fundraisers galore. But technically, all the students are still on scholarship. There's, there's yet to be a request and say, well, that's it. We're going to have to start charging you uh, regular tuition. Nope. Nope. Uh, the hundred and how many, it's well over a hundred years now, tradition of the school consistently uh, saying, nope, no tuition. That continues. That continues. In what the school refers to as the Jesuit tradition. There isn't much Jesuit presence in the school anymore. But uh, the, the style of thinking, the style of teaching, the style of, uh, of getting things done and how people are trained in there, uh, is not so different, I gather, than the way it was when uh, when all of us were a bunch of kids and students there. Now, if you had the opportunity, and, and you still can avail yourself of the opportunity of listening to the Noble Hearts Forum that we did on the on the current conundrum. Conundrum is putting it mildly uh, between Israel and. Palestine between Israel and Gaza, and Israel and Hamas. Well, that that's that's part of the conundrum. How how to how to really even define a, correctly. Who the belligerents are, where the problems lie, because it it, it instantaneously opens up historical perspectives. It opens up uh, questions of of religious prejudice. It often it opens up uh, it opens up ancient wounds and 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 badly handled contemporary political opportunities to solve many of those problems. There's there's just so much to talk about. Uh, once the show was up, uh, and uh, and we had had and we got more downloads and more uh, uh, more uh, radio loop listening to that show than any in our history. We've been doing this for well over 800 shows. We've been doing it for well over seven years now, uh, and so it was rather pleasing to see all that, but. Uh, it, it didn't end with the show. We've put up two, at least two shows, I think, since then, two or three. And the uh, the downloads of that show continue, even though it's no longer the top show on the list of our podcast shows that are up on our feed, what they call our RSS feed. You know where it is. It's when you go to www.centraleftalkradio.com. Um... And more than that, even the online discussion among among those guys, m- mainly, uh, has continued unabated. There, there have been as many as at any at any on any given day, and I'm so I'm I'm uh, I'm basically on the list, and I'm copied on all of these transactions, and and it seems that. Uh, uh, the, the, uh, the, way of, the, the way this is being done, when someone has a comment on it and they're talking to one of our other guys who's interested in this, one of our other school buddies, uh, there is a, there's a list that we have of everybody who's available, uh, uh, you know, extant, <laughs> you know? Uh, and it goes to everyone. And that includes me. So I get to see what's going on. And the subject line has remained throughout uh, Noble Hearts Forum. And so that, that has been sort of a, uh, an easy way for people looking at this thing to know, oh, yeah, and since it's the Noble Hearts Forum, the last one was on Israel and Palestine, well, you know what's there. And I've, and I've read some wonderfully thoughtful, brilliant uh, comments and, and have learned a tremendous amount, which I always have from my classmates, who have done the homework, who have, who have done the research, who have done the thinking about this, and still getting people coming in on both sides, or it, it, there, there aren't just two sides. It's, it's such a multidimensional issue here. But people coming in on all facets of this multi-dimensional issue and making exceedingly good points, often making them again and again and again, because the same issues in, in, uh, from a slightly different perspective keep coming up. And it's fascinating. It's fascinating to watch, and it's fascinating to watch how really great minds, and I and I offer this unabashedly uh, to my fellow classmates, how some really great minds deal with a really difficult, difficult situation. Now, a funny thing happened about, oh, I'm going to say it's about three or four days ago now. And one of our guys, I will not reference him by name, I, I, I don't think there's any... I'm going to call him Joe. There are, there are no Joes, uh, I think. I, no, there haven't been anyone. There's been no one named Joseph who has been in those threads uh, that have been going onwards. So I'm not revealing nor am I calling anyone out on air. But I, want, I just want to, I, it's just an easy way. Joe, uh, and I'm the only one that seems to have picked up on this. Joe, who normally sends uh, thoughtful discussions and, 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 and will add his comments occasionally. Not, not, he's not a constant and regular uh, commenter when things like this get going. But he sent something that was structured in, an, in it, was, it was just the, the, the quintessence of logical structure. And it began by saying that there are three major points I'd like to discuss. And then, and then, and then they were numbered. One, two, three, and the points were discussed. One, two, three. And then there was a final conclusion that brought together the, the summations that had been offered within those three points. It was it was the quintessence of logic. It was wonderful. And <laughs> I noticed this. Instantly, I uh, <laughs> that it. <laughs> if you've ever used Chat GPT, okay, you know the the artificial intelligence open platform. Uh, well, open of op- uh, openly available. There's a freebie version. There's a version. There are several versions that are not freebie. But the freebie version of Chat GPT. Ask it a question. Ask it a a multifaceted question. Ask it. Type it in. Hit hit send and it comes back to you at lightning speed on your screen with exactly the type of information that was provided by joe now now joe has a has a remarkable sense of humor on top of being just a brilliant all around guy as well and i was expecting people to really start jumping on him and saying hey What are you doing here? You know, come on, man. You know, everybody is slaving away. Well, slaving away and enjoying, I I would hope, enjoying the give and take of this discussion. And you decide that you're just going to kind of throw in a, um, you know, an AI type response. Uh, Well, no no such reactions were forthcoming. And, and, and you have to, and, and this, this is interesting, um, you, you have to understand that, that the group that we're talking to is as brilliant as all these guys are, they are, they are not um, of the age group. We are all uh, somewhat annuated at this point and probably not of the age group that one would typically associate with embracing and regularly using a chat gpt for its uh, for its verbal question answering ability but but what i was real but I, I but i i could not imagine that people would not at least have been sensitive to how it puts out its answers they would have seen they would have known they would have heard there's there's a certain voicing it's it's a neutral it's a neutral sort of a voice it's it's perfectly grammatical and perfectly logical but that's the point it's perfectly all of that and and if you've done chat gpt for any any number of times or if you've done it even once or twice and you've seen this paragraph one, two, three summation, the way it comes back with stuff, it repeats kind of what it is that's being asked of it and then goes through its summation, then goes through its thought processes and then does a summation. It is an absolute fixed way in which this is done. And I was just surprised that I'm guessing that none of these guys, or at least none of them thought to imagine that they were basically receiving a AI-generated response. It was being injected into the larger conversation, and not a single one of my genius friends basically either picked up on it or chose to point it out. Well, I did. Why wouldn't they pick it up well because the 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 structure and the logic of it wasn't all that different than the structure and logic of many of the responses no they the, 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 the general give and take of the conversation online was not uh, uh, state the problem one two three solution no it, it, it could be much more fluid, much more much more uh, literary than that. And typically was. Although some of the guys worked in that level of logic and sequence. But no one chose to suggest, and maybe maybe they weren't sure. Maybe they thought that Joe actually was putting it out this way. That this is how Joe thought about this. But to me, it was the most obvious use of AI possible. And it and, 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 and I laughed, I, it cracked me up, especially when I realized that no one was calling Joe on this. And, and what was in there in AI was not, was not in any way extreme or extraordinary or beyond the pale and scope of what, of what anyone in that group, like I say, there were as many as 12 or 15 at one point, that anyone in that group might have put out themselves but it certainly wasn't distinctive for its lack of qualitative content either. It fit. It was right in there. It was right in the wheelhouse. The only only giveaway was the structure if you've used AI enough. And this led to a conversation that I had online back and forth with Joe. And and, and Joe and I have been uh, far more interactive of late and joe sent me a a photograph that he had taken and i interpreted the photograph i looked at it it was beautiful it was a it was a reflection of of winter woods in a pond so there was almost it, it was almost as though the reflection was beautiful it just it just gave this very mysterious feeling and there was one little Object way in the center of the photograph that I uh, you, you couldn't make it out uh, really and I and I tried enlarging it and just pixelized I really couldn't make out what it was but I, I I I chose to imagine that it was an Adirondack chair sitting in the middle of what I called what I interpreted as this this whirlwind this this absolute uh, cyclone of of trees, many of them were bent into sort of a. They were bent into sort of arching towards each other, so that when you had the reflection, it was almost a circular image of bare trees. It looked. It looked like it was a, a like a whirlwind. Like psych, I, I imagined it that way. And I and I wrote this back to Joe, and I said that I I find it fascinating. Well, about a half an hour later, I got a response and the response was in the form of a graphic a graphics picture but the, but it was a graphics picture combining a younger image of joe in a three piece suit looking very looking very uh, dapper and and edu- ed- educated as he is standing in in sort of, if you could think back to the way the Twilight Zone episodes were done, how Rod Serling might have been standing forward of some kind of background that was related to the episode that he was doing and just commentating. Uh, Joe was like that in the picture. And he was standing on hardwood on a hardwood floor obviously and it would be the type of floor that you might have had in, a, in, in an old classroom or in an old apartment you know a maple slats that sort of thing but behind him or he he's off to one side and then in in the image center in the image is an Adirondack chair and the Adirondack chair is within this multicolored, beautiful, wa- brilliant rainbow, but, but, but just brilliant color. It is a cyclone of a swirling, it's a swirling mass. Okay, now this comes back to me a half an hour after I mentioned what I saw in what was, I, I, I still believe was, was a real photograph that he had sent me and I imagine there to be a, a, a Adirondack chair in a cyclone of trees. And I get back a cyclone of color surrounding an Adirondack chair. And my friend, uh, looking about, oh, 35 years younger, standing there looking like Rod Serling, about to narrate what is going to happen on this episode of The Twilight Zone. And I just... Well, what would you do? I, mean, I, I just, I just, my jaw dropped. I stared at it. It was, it was perfectly rendered. It was gorgeous. I mean, it, it was beautifully thought out. The composition was amazing, everything. And, and my, 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 my thought was that there's just no way in hell that, I mean, Joe is not, I have no, I mean, I don't know everybody's talents and there's a lot of them floating out there among my classmates, but joe i among his talents i've never known a graphic artist to be one of them and even if it were to generate that and have it back to me in a half hour i mean it's just just ridiculous so i wrote back to him and i said i'm almost afraid to say this or ask it but And it was the only thing that I could possibly imagine. And and maybe you're thinking the same thing. I asked him, was AI in some way involved? Do you have access to AI? I mean, I said, I'm almost afraid to ask this because it's too too scary good what you sent back. And Joe and I went back and forth, and I discovered that there is a subset, a a sub-program within ChatGPT and this is one of the programs you pay for, but there's a whole there's a whole list of about forty or fifty programs that come with this, but there's a program called Dolly. Now, do you remember anyone remember the movie Wall E? Uh, came out, I believe it was Disney. It was fully animated. It's about a little robot that's designed to basically remove trash but the entire planet Earth has turned to trash. What's ever left of humanity has gone off on a spaceship and it's located somewhere and they've been out there forever and the spaceship is like a a non-stop uh, uh, resort hotel and people are getting fat and lazy and everything is taken care of for you by machines but they're hoping and every so often they send out a probe to see if maybe any more plant-like life might be growing on Earth, which would be a signal that it might be possible to return to Earth and get away from whatever it is they're doing. Not that they're uncomfortable, but they're fat, they're lazy, and they're non-productive. And WALL-E, uh, the robot, he is a robot, figures into this. W-A-L-L-E. Well, Dolly is spelled D-A-L-L-E. Obviously a takeoff on the robotic. Obviously a suggestion of the automated electronic digital nature of Dolly. And of course a reference to Salvador Dolly. Cute, everything, all wrapped up in one really cool name. Names are everything, as you know, especially with all of the different uh, apps and programs that are out there in the market. It seems that there's a group of, uh, of uh, 22-year-olds that are in perpetual uh, caucus coming up with just the coolest names, and, and this is what sells, and this is what people respond to. And Dolly clearly is, is, uh, is no exception to that rule. So I went ahead and I, 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 I just, on the basis of our conversation, uh, downloaded... Well, I, I, I bought in. It's 20 bucks a month to get to DALI. And again, it's like 50 different programs. DALI, in turn, gives you two different ways of doing things, of creating images. You can verbally... Written, write in, you know, type in and describe to the closest or the highest amount of detail possible what it is you are envisioning in your mind, or maybe you're looking at a picture and you're describing that picture in as in as tight a series of of visual statements, cues as you possibly can. Just typing it in, typing in. No, no picture, no picture is going in there. Just your words describing it. And once you've gotten it as rich and thick as you possibly can get it, press send. And you notice that unlike in chat GPT where you're asking a question and expecting a verbal answer back, suddenly little dots show up on the screen, things slow down a bit, and then finally there's a little circle that begins to change color around the rim. You know how that works, it's in many programs. And little by little, that circle begins to circle, and circle, and circle, and circle. And finally, the color meets the original color at the top of the circle. So if it's all white, blue begins, goes around, blue, 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 Halfway around, 180, blue, 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 270, blue, 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 360, bing. And something pops up on the screen. And in my own case, I described a scene, a rather complicated, multi-character, very specific background scene from uh, both a a book that I have written, a book I've written, and the mini-series that the book basically uh, introduces. And I, I put in as much detail as I could and I waited to see what came back. And to say that I was flabbergasted would be the understatement of the century. I saw my thoughts, an interpretation of my thoughts, suddenly appear. I saw a group of people sitting in wicker chairs under a banyan tree in the backyard of an ashram outside of Mumbai, India, which in the background of it has high mountains and the highest of which has a red flashing beacon on it. And the sun is setting behind that mountain. And the group of people are having a discussion. And there is a guy who goes by the name of Babaji. He's a guru, the guru of the ashram. And others are people of, of different uh, nationalities and ilks. And they are characters that have been developed throughout the miniseries. This is towards the end of the story. And there it was. And it was of a quality that I would be absolutely, and am absolutely thrilled, to use in any promotion I would want to use to promote the book and the mini-series. And, 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 or, or, or then to go over, to go on and, and even animate with the software that I have here, uh, to animate that picture and to add it into others. And, 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 it went, and I said to the picture, I said to, uh, to Dolly. You know, that picture you just gave me, could you change the color toning a bit? Could you tone it in some deeper oranges and reds? I want to really emphasize the sunset colors and therefore emphasize the shadowing on the characters. And I'd like, and I, I added a few more parameters. Sure, says Dolly, doesn't say sure, but I simply push send, and I would say within the space, because it was beginning from an image that it already had, and within the space of about, I don't know, 45 seconds, 30 seconds, there was the next image I had. And, and, and I kept this process up over a period of maybe, I don't know, just stopping and thinking, uh, 15, 20 minutes. And by the time I was done, I was, I, I don't know how else to describe this, This artificial intelligence and I were thinking on the same wavelength. It had begun, it it was anticipating how I would portray or what I might be doing. It, It actually began to figure out what my next step might be and even went a step beyond what I was requesting Figuring what might work best based on all of the algorithms, all the information, all the artistic uh, information it had stored the the, 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 I I don't know quadrillions of bits of it. Who knows? However and wherever the information is stored that it's drawing on to do this, but it was getting ahead of me but not in a random, weird way. It was, I don't know how else to say it, it was anticipating my next move. Not unlike, I imagine, the IBM chess program. What was it? Uh, I forget, it was named for the original founder that that was out there, And, and of course that's what you have to do in chess, but you do it by a fixed set of rules. Here, the rules were being created as we continued developing this image. Now, now, I tell you all this, uh, in some ways, to uh, not do a, a standard political show as we've done so many times in the past. Um, to, to very happily uh, point out the abilities and skills and to reference the, the thought processes, the brilliant thought processes of my classmates from Regis High School. And uh, I enjoy doing that. That, that. That's the fun part. But more than anything else... Yes, I'm thrilled by what has happened here. What I've seen with artificial intelligence, and I can get into a whole area, by the way, uh, I, because I was. Then I went back and I questioned ChatGPT just a, in a in a normal uh, conversing dialogue way. Hey, uh, what's the situation with copywriting? These elements. Does ChatGPT ever bring in action against anyone for? using these images in a commercial or any other way and declaring them to be their own? And the answer was, uh, no, not so far. I just, I just throw that out there. That's a whole other line to look at, what the copyright issue would be on this stuff. But what I'm really talking about is as a, as a, as a person as a guy who really went into that interaction without knowing a whole hell of a lot about AI, except I knew ChatGPT existed, I knew what it sounded like, I knew how remarkably logical it could sound, but had no idea no idea whatsoever what else came next the- i've heard and i've 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 watched for a few moments some of the congressional hearings that have been out there warning us about what artificial intelligence can do but i had no real concrete personal knowledge of anything beyond what chat gpt did and by god have i gone beyond that chat GPT uh, baseline, let's call it. I, 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 I want to make a suggestion to anyone out there. If you've yet not a suggestion. I think I think this should be mandatory because this is a freebie. If you're listening to me online, clearly you have you have access to the type of the equipment, the minimum equipment needed to utilize ChatGPT. You simply go into uh, www.chatgpt.com or just plug in ChatGPT, uh, you know, in in the address line of whatever browser you're using. You'll get to the uh, to their website and you'll sign up for their basic. Their basic interchange, their their exchange, the the verbal give and take, the question and answer version of chat GPT. And by God, use it. Ask it things. Suggest things. Get used to how it responds. Look at it thinking. Revel in the pure logic, but not just cold, uh, abstract logic, the rather appealing way in which it responds to requests. It's, you feel good about going back and forth with chat GPT. It's smart, but it's not, it's not humbling. It's, it's, it's not, it's not overpowering. It's not, uh, and, and if you're, if you're pretty smart to begin with, you'll probably, you could even competitive. You can start challenging it, and it'll come right back and go through it. And by the way, it'll be the first to tell you, if you get past it, it'll be the first to tell you when its um, when its database, when its database of accessible information is not able to give you the answer you need. I've read since beginning this little story game here uh, of, of situations where people have consciously and are still consciously going out of their way to try and trick chat gpt into giving a wrong answer and i'm sure i'm sure they i'm sure you can and they have but i, but I don't see that as evidence of its utter uh, uselessness or or its its total fallibility or that its infallibility would, would be the criterion for judging whether it was useful on any level. Humans, if you were talking to a human, basically you'd get somebody will eventually come up with wrong information, especially a human being that might have access to as much information as chat GPT does. But that's not the point. The point is it's comfortable. It's you, you don't feel put off by it. You can easily go back and forth with it. It's just—it's amazing what this stuff does. And and I've told you now about the um, the its capacity to render an image based on verbal input. Well, there's another area that I've already experimented with, and that's taking. An image that you have, that you've created, that already exists, scanning it in and then feeding that image to Dolly, or, or, or again, maybe it's a subset of Dolly. I forget. Maybe it's there's like 50 different uh, software products that you get for this $20 a month program. I'm not selling it. I'm not trying. I'm not promoting it. I'm not making money on this. But I'm telling you, it's it's worth it's worth it, and even necessary that you begin to understand how this works. You put in this program, you let the system suck in this image of yours. It could be a photograph, it could be anything. And say, render this. And you can can say, re-render this the way you would imagine it could be. And give it some parameters. I'd like the color this way. I'd like it to be that way. I'd like you to add something. And it will do that. Or give it no parameters at all and say, hey, how would this come out better? And I've tried that a few times. And more often than not the reaction or the 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 result is again a jaw dropping result now now this is again so this is from a personal experience point of view all i have done is I've done the verbal thing, the give and take. I've done now the be- just basically scratched the surface of the graphic arts capability. And you find out that there are limitations. It can, there are things that it's not a graphic artist in the sense that it can render a section and a section and a section. I'd like to do a build on that, and I'd like to be able to do a sweep in it. No, no, no. It'll give you something that you then in turn have to work with. But it's brilliant what it gives you. Now, I, I, I switch gears slightly, but we're still in an AI world. And the other day, a few let's say maybe two days back, three days back, my wife happened to be just flipping through the, the, the cable dial, as it were, and for no other reason but curiosity stopped on Fox Cable News. And uh, she was just telling me this the other day. Uh, and what she what she stopped on was a commentator. She couldn't even tell me who it was. I mean, she doesn't know we don't watch this regularly. But the commentator was playing an audio tape online. You didn't have it, there was no facial images, but it was supposed to be a tape. and it was in it was a fairly you know audible you know it wasn't it wasn't all crackly and not listen to a bull you could make out that that the voice one of the voices was probably a slightly younger president joe biden and according to the tape according to the commentator the fox commentator on air the other person was the former president of ukraine whoever was in there before zelensky the guy that ultimately got kicked out that zelensky won beat In an election, the guy was known for being utterly corrupt. Well, Zelensky's been accused of the same thing. But in any event, from what this is all about here, Joe Biden is, you hear him on this tape talking to the former, admittedly, horrifically corrupt president of Ukraine, and Biden is asking the guy unambiguously, what information he might have about illegalities done by his son hunter he doesn't say, he doesn't say here's the illegality that i'm aware of he he doesn't say what's going on it's it's it, it 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 basically suggests that there is illegality and that biden knows about it and that it involves one of the worst of the, of, of the corrupt leaders that have emerged in the, you know, in the 21st century. So if you were hearing it, as my wife did, your reaction invariably is, oh my God, what are they talking about? What was Biden, what did Biden know about? What did the former oh my, oh my God, oh my, that's what it's all about. Well, if and, 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 and this is, maybe you know where this is going. If this were true and Fox had put it out there, you would have heard this story. It would have been in the Times. It would have been in the Wall Street Journal. It would have been on every cable network, including all of the, the left-leaning networks, MSNBC, CNN, all of them, the whole lot of them. It would have been on all the regular broadcast channels. It would be everywhere. It would be headline news that we finally have the smoking gun that proves that Joe Biden basically knew of criminal activity and that that he was basically attempting to cover it up or do something. Yes, this is criminal. We've got him. We really... You would have heard that again and again. But instead, the story disappeared. I can see it. I could find it nowhere. I, my wife is not insane. She's a, a very bright, uh, thoughtful person. She didn't make this up. She didn't imagine it. But the story has disappeared. And yet what she heard in this brief story, I, it, for all I know, she might have she caught the only playing of this tape on Fox. It came and went. She might have caught it only then. And I've heard nothing more. Now, here's my assumption. Here's the only conclusion I can draw. What Fox put on air was a AI generated, voice generated version of a fake conversation between Joe Biden a number of years ago and the former head of the former president of Ukraine. That was conceived and contrived to raise the type of suspicion that could then be utilized in a presidential election as something to hang over Biden's head. Now, typical with typical with um, uh, with with Fox and and their ilk, and with the online sources and the and the and the and all of the uh, uh, social media sources that do this stuff. You don't worry about the truth or falsity of any of this. You just throw it out there and you let it hit the airwaves or you let it hit the print or however it goes. You let it just get repeated and repeated and repeated in the echo chamber and you don't bother with it again. It's just something else that you can use later. But this was so garish, so egregious, so easily uh, debunked and would be such evidence of the, the 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 base level that that some people would go to, some organizations would go to, in order to lie, in order to gain a a financial or political advantage, the the, the sheer criminality of it, and and by the way the liability. I mean Fox, damn. You know, uh, they've been sued already. The the whole, the whole, uh, uh, you know, voting machine uh, business there, and the billions that, that have been taken out of that. This would have been billions and billions and billions if they basically kept running with this and everything, it would be clear and, and it would be, I'm sure experts can, and there must be ways to verify whether or not this is in fact a, uh, an AI-generated recording. But that would, have, that would have just destroyed Fox again. It's disappeared. If it shows up again someplace, someone let me know. But this is what AI is capable of doing. My wife is smart. She is cogent. She is thoughtful. And it was, as far as she was concerned, it was a slightly younger Joe Biden's voice. The voice of the former president uh, she wouldn't have been familiar with one way or the other, the the former Ukrainian president. So that when you hear complaints and stories and, and issues and you hear about congressional hearings and you hear about all the things that people are concerned that AI can do and then and then you hear it from the current music industry that they can take a singer's voice and then the machines and the AI can even extrapolate from the music that they've already done and create a new song, create new lyrics and put the singer's uh, song or voice on it or or redo a version that would technically not be the original version because it's AI generated and then that would change the whole copyright and there's just so much to take into account with this and there's so much danger that can flow from the misuse of this capability make it real for yourself make AI real it's easy to do and 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 don't just pass it off as oh well uh what's the next news uh, yeah that's ai that's 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 for you know that's for geeks that's 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 for the that's for the you know for the for the for the, for the brainiacs and everything the eggheads no 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 this is going this is already it, it exists in forms that can invade our, our, uh, our world of information, and you know how that works with uh, everybody having their own set of facts. That's the bigger danger here too. People who will be willing to listen to whatever the hell works for their side. And this, this stuff can make it so damned real that, it, that there will be all the more difficulty involved in overcoming it, or basically countering it, or removing it. And we've got to get our arms around all of its capabilities, all of its implications, and begin legislating to it. We, we blew the internet in that regard, horribly. We still don't really have a full and, 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 and meaningful set of laws that deal with ownership of intellectual property and and everything else within the internet. And now on top of that, we're layering artificial intelligence generated stuff of every possible description. I'm not giving you an answer to this. I don't have a solution. But again, I was turned on to all this by one of my Regis buddies, Joe. Regis guys tend to be plugged into these things. Thank God Joe was, and uh, I'm very grateful. Joe, if you're listening, you know who you are, and thank you again. Uh, Speaking of people and noble hearts forums, we're going to be recording another one uh, on the 14th of uh, February, Valentine's Day. Isn't that nice? Uh, Today is the 6th. Today is uh, is Tuesday the sixth, so that'll be on Wednesday the fourteenth. We are having a noble hearts another noble hearts forum. No, not on Israel and Palestine again. We'll get to that again. Obviously, we're going to have to. But this is on a topic that doesn't get nearly as much information as it should. Social insurance. What's that? It's Medicare. It's uh, uh, social security. It's unemployment. It's uh, it's disability. It's uh, it includes these days more and more the um, uh, the programs that are being run that are federally funded but me- administered by the states that allow you to give care to people in your family. This sort of thing, uh, uh, care il- illness, illness related caregiving programs. Anything that is basically a federally-based program that provides a social benefit to the people of the country. And we have a guy, uh, again, one of our guys, again, uh, Bill Arnone. Uh, who founded, he was a founding, uh, I guess, board member, and he's currently the CEO of something called the National Academy of Social Insurance. Please look it up online, www.nasi.org. Or is it .com? I don't know which one. Uh, I'm sorry not to remember. Possibly, well, whatever. It's www.nasi. It'll come up. Read about this. Understand the issues that are involved. Understand the challenges that are out there to these social programs. There always have been, from the time of from the time of FDR. Understand how big those challenges are now. Read the history of it. Understand the people who are part of this organization. My God, it's a who, it's a who's who. And and, it, and it's just Bill never ceases to impress me. You'll be learning more about Bill. Bill has, uh, he's among, you know, he is a star among, among our stars. Uh, there will be a panel with him. Some of our guys, again, will be there. And you will get a flavor, a sense of what we should all be talking and thinking about and what the challenges are to these social programs, as they always have been. But the particular challenges that are taking place now, because this is stuff that everybody, everybody, everybody depends on and there have been challenges to it, and there have been arguments about whether it's a giveaway, (laughs) it's too much money. Listen to this Noble Hearts Forum. We'll be recording it on the 14th, Wednesday the 14th, putting it up that evening. I will leave it up for probably a good week and a half. Must listening. A Noble Hearts Forum on preserving... America's social insurance programs. Affects all of us. And okay. <laughs> I, I, I did I say did I say the word Trump? Did I say Donald at any I, well I said it then? But but this is this is no less significant in all of our lives, the whole notion of artificial intelligence, and it's something something we all have to deal with. Now, I can promise you, though, that the music that we play on this show is not generated by artificial intelligence. It's generated by some damn good jazz musicians, which leads me, uh, clearly, to try to find a glib way, but I'm just going to say it anyway. This would be a perfect time to sit back, and enjoy a little jazz. Jazz. Center Left Radio has been here for more than seven consecutive years and more than 800 individual episodes. 800! Think of that. We support your needs. Now, we're asking you to support ours. Take a moment and go to our website, www.centerlefttalkradio, one word, centerlefttalkradio.com, and go to the donate page. And when you get there, give whatever you can. On a one-time or maybe a recurring basis, $5, $10, $1,000, whatever you can contribute to make center-left radio's unique progressive voice stronger and even more significant as the full extent of the wrongdoing of Donald Trump and his associates becomes all the more evident and as we enter this final consequences stage of the Trump saga. Yeah, you know what's at stake. And I know, we all know, we can count on you. On behalf of all of us at Central F Radio, thank you. You've been listening to Center Left Radio, the progressive voice of hope, politics, and jazz. My name is Richard Gazer, and thank you once again for being part of today's show. It's not too often that we do a totally, I don't want to call it apolitical, but a totally non-current political show. But here's one that we needed to do, and this is today was all about artificial intelligence. No, it's not an abstraction. It's out there. It's real. It's beginning to affect our lives, and I suggest to everyone, at least begin and download ChatGPT to figure
1: it out. It's about all of our futures.